Welcome to episode one of Marshy's Corner, brought to you by the Summit High Club. In today's episode, we have Brisbane Hooper, Jesse Gee, on, and he dives deep into his childhood upbringing, his experience over in America playing college ball, and his upcoming season in NBL 1 with the Northside Wizards. I really think this podcast will bring a lot of value to those chasing a career in anything, not just sports. Hope you enjoy. Alrighty, and we are on. Jesse, how you going? Good, good. I'm glad to be here, man. Sweet. So today we've got Jesse Gee here and it's going to be a bit of fun. This is going to be, it's kind of weird to be honest, like that we're about to have a big conversation and uh, a lot of this story I'm going to kind of be in the background of, but there's a lot of things that I don't know about our guests today and which is kind of crazy to think about because we've known each other for so long, but yeah, yeah this is going to be a bit of fun. So if you don't know Jesse Gee, he is a, uh, a basketball player. He's a hooper here in Brisbane. And I say hooper because last night, I don't know if you've seen it, Jesse. Have you watched the Last Chance U basketball on Netflix? Um, I haven't, but I kind of know what you're uh, about to say, the difference between a hooper and a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching, the, I just started watching it last night and uh, one of the guys in the show was like, yeah. there's a difference between a basketball player and a hooper. Yep. He's like, hooper is someone that can just go get a bucket. Yep. And um. I think if there's any way to describe Jesse's game, it's probably that he's definitely a hooper because it's someone yeah. that can just go get a bucket. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I think about you know basketball, there's a lot of basketball players out there, um, but the ones that really shine are, the, are hoopers, man. Like the ones that can just take over a game, and that's what I try to do. Um, yeah, have that killer mindset. So. That's cool. Yeah. We we were just at the. I watched two of your three games this weekend. You had the the NBL Blitz, and we'll get into a little bit more of your your upcoming season and stuff a bit later but um just just i was kind of thinking because i watched i watched that last chance you Mm -hmm. i started watching it just after all the games we'd watched and um and i was the the guy said that quote and i was like how many hoopers were actually down there that day and they're all for not i mean they're all much better basketball players than me but (laughs) but um i was sitting there i was like there was only a handful of guys that you're just like if you put the ball in their hands they can just go get you a bucket yeah and I might be a bit biased, but I think Jesse's the number one version of that. So, <laughs> at least from that weekend. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so, Jesse, can you um, can you just give us a bit of a, a background, your story? Where where were you born? Where'd you grow yep, up? And for sure. Um, well, originally born, um, raised here in Brisbane, Queensland. Um, my background ethnicity: I'm Tarsha Islander Aboriginal. Um, mm-hmm. So, very connected with my family and my roots here. Um, just being together that's one of the main things um but yeah i went to Northside christian college um shouts out to ncc man mm-hmm. you went there as well so it's a great school that was a killer back, back yeah, yeah. School. <laughs> <laughs> um and then after school um headed over to la actually <clears throat> and attended fulton college which was a juco and um great experience um could have should have progressed further, but um, just had some some trouble with some things. Um, but you know, no excuses. Um, but yeah, learned a lot from it. Came back and then uh, begun this MBL one journey, and then hopefully wanting to push um, overseas, which is the bigger goal in hand. But um, there's a lot of baby steps to be taken before I get there. So yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a big journey, but. You know, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, cool, cool. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit there. Yeah, so yeah. you um you mentioned so grow up your Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander. Yeah. Um and family's such a big thing for you. Um something that I've always noticed and I've actually said to other people is how much 
like in your basketball journey, like you're, you've kept your family so close yeah. in it. And that's obviously something that's really important to you. Um, even to the point where I, I think it's actually like aided your game now mm. because um, like in your family, there's a lot of hoopers in your family. Like yeah. there's a lot of really good basketball players, but there's been times where like in terms of family and friends, like you've kind of like brought them to like a level of basketball that you should be playing at. Yeah. And maybe they weren't quite up to scratch there. Yeah. And it's kind of like put the responsibility on you to be a better player all the time. Yeah. Um, do you reckon that's something that you did on purpose or like, um, have you ever even thought about that? I was I've just never, thinking about I've it never the other thought day. About that. That's, that's, that's funny. Um, I've never thought about that. I think, um, yeah, I think just being close with my family, it's just like, we've always just been so competitive with each other. Yeah. So it's just been like that natural thing where, um, you know, if I'm competing, they're competing. Like we've just kind of like, it doesn't matter who it is. It's either like, if it's with my mother, my sister, my cousin, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, like that's a, that's a great question. Like I've never actually thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And now some of those family members, they've like, they've, they've increased because of, yeah. it kind of felt like it was because of you. Like it was yeah. like, like obviously your mom was our coach in high school and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And she, um, yeah, like she's kind of put teams together over the years and we've just kind of gotten thrown in the deep end. And it's kind of like, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just always thought that it was, actually, I haven't always thought it was just the other day I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, Je- Jesse's just kind of like, it doesn't matter who he plays with. He can put with anyone. He can just kind of play with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just love playing the game, man. And I love being around good people and I love people that like, like to play as well. And I guess I was just blessed to be around great people wanting to play the game of basketball and then we just push each other like i remember in high school with you and you and me uh we used to just push each other um trash talk do all the little things yeah and that's the kind of relationships that i've kind of built um over the years whether it's here in australia or back in la so um i'm all about like pushing and helping each other whether it's not even in basketball with anything but um you know, I'm super competitive as well. And yeah, I'm yeah. always wanted to, to be the best that I can be and um be be the top. I mean, not to sound like that, but yeah. Yeah. We um we definitely had a very competitive group of people when we went through school. Yeah. Um and it's kind of stayed that way. I feel like sometimes to like an an unhealthy level of competition, like everything I was kind of thinking about the other day, I was like I'm really sometimes not even having fun if there's not competition behind it. Like whatever, like if we hung out for a day, like we might play tennis in the morning and there's like so much shit talk just being there and then we'll have a rest and we'll go play some board games and it's the same thing. And then it's often we're playing basketball and, and it's always competitive, man. Like we're just always going back and forth. Like it's never like we're just in it just to, there's nothing fun about just playing. Exactly. (laughs) But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the type of people that I've just been surrounded by. Like I've never met someone, like I could never name someone off the top of my head in my life right now that I just, we just have for fun. Like yeah, yeah. we're pushing each other yeah. to be better, um, like whatever it is. But yeah, that's just how it is. Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going we're gonna to progress a little bit forward there. Um, a lot of people are seeing this. I'm not going to say it's a finished product because I think you're, you have a lot of levels you can get to which is kind of scary for anyone that's that's yeah. already seen this. Like um, we haven't seen the best of Jesse Gee yet, yeah. but um, 
let's go back to i'm just gonna go from where probably we started playing basketball together because yeah. that's i guess i've seen that journey from there so yeah, yeah. we started playing together in 2009 yeah just kind of so that's been a while now yeah so about 12 years yeah which is kind of crazy but um uh you weren't the player <laughs> than what you are now um, yeah. so there we were we were backcourt partners and yeah uh there was never really a point guard or a shooting guard uh probably back then no. but what i'm gonna let everyone know what you were <laughs> go ahead <laughs> what you were you were a very he was a very talented jesse was a very talented uh small chubby not chubby. very athletic I knew that was, that was <laughs> <laughs> but um but he had all the skills he had all the handles he couldn't shoot the ball super well which is um obviously one of your strengths now yeah um but uh I was thinking like you never really cared about mistakes. Mm. Like I've always been one that I was like, how oh, damn if it's how I turn the ball over, things like that. I really get in my own head where you're someone that's just like every time down the floor, down the court, it's just like a new opportunity for you. Of course. And yeah. you always just have eyes wide open for a new opportunity, which yeah. we probably balanced each other a lot out yeah. a little bit back then. Um, but I think, do you think that you're uh, like, you were kind of fearless back then? sometimes where you probably should have had a little bit of fear like you were tiny and you're just going up in the lane and things like that and yeah you didn't have the the body that you have now you didn't mm. have that th athleticism but you just kind of just you just ended up just doing <laughs> so, it yeah yeah um how do you reckon playing like that as a kid like that kind of just do you reckon that's helped you now like you kind of learned a lot from your mistakes i guess yeah um yeah man like you said i wasn't the best shape as a kid <laughs> But that pushed me, like competing against players, like my good friends, like you, um, my family, and just knowing where I was at. Like, I remember um, after high school, like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, man, if I want to get to the next level, if I want to be better, um, that's when I made the decision. If I want to be better, I got to change my buddy. I got to really, like, put the work in. And I remember after high school, <clears throat> I literally... I started running. I started doing these jump programs. I started like really putting the work in my body because um, I was just so sick and tired of being like, even though I was small and I'm still still kind of small now, but I wanted to improve my athleticism, stuff that I could improve on my shooting, everything. Um, You're so, a big guy, don't lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely like all that um, with you and, and, and some of the, the guys back in high school and, um, my cousins and family, they all pushed me because I was the smallest guy out there. I was, I didn't have the best buddy and I knew if I wanted to be the, like the best out of just with us, yeah, I had to yeah. be better and I had to push myself. Yeah. And I guess like watching your development over the years, like, like, I mean, we all used to think like you used to be playing like bronze and silver and yeah. things like that in the rep programs. And we yeah. all used to sit there like Jesse should be in gold, like Jesse, Jesse, Jesse should be one of the first people picked. And maybe we were biased. I don't know. But yeah. we obviously also like your talent. But then I remember that year after you finished high school and you kind of stripped the weight. Yeah. And all of a sudden you went from like you had all the skills, like you needed all these skills to play at a high level. Yeah. Because like you weren't quite in shape. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you added like the physical attributes yeah. and then I, I felt like that was where your game went to kind of yeah that next level so um college what year did you head off to college how old were you i was 20 i was 20 so yeah. is that yeah, I was 20. Were you two years out of school 
Yep. Two years out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, what do you, this is probably the thing that I wanted to get into because I think a lot of young people are going to listen to this yep. and, uh, the, at the moment it's, it's become a lot more popular. Like back when we were younger, it wasn't super popular for guys to end mm. up over in college. Mm. A lot of guys did it, but it wasn't super, super popular. But these yeah, days, it wasn't a thing. Everyone's these, these yeah. days I coached a team last year and I was like, what do you, I remember asking my players that were in under 15s, like what, what's your goal? What's, what's your next goal? And they're mm. like, well, we just want to go play college ball. Yeah. That's everyone's goal. And, um, I guess we're, we're going to dive in a little bit into what the college experience was like and stuff. But, um, my, uh, my first little thing I want to talk about is like, um, what was the, what was the point where you were like, okay, I'm here. How do I get to America? So what was, what was that first kind of step like? I'm going to be honest with you. Like the school that we went to, it was an academic school. It wasn't a, yeah, uh, yeah. it wasn't known for like big in basketball. No, they didn't. They, we don't have to get into that yeah <laughs> obviously the school really promotes their basketball now, now and it's really become like course. the big and that's that's shout out to guys like rocky and stuff yeah. that have really pushed basketball at our yeah. old school but like we were probably the best sporting team when we went through like we we were one of the top sides i think we finished like top 20 in um in terms of ranking in queensland yeah. but we didn't even get like a mention at like the sports nah. awards and our rugby team that didn't win a game like yeah <laughs> they get all the they got all that so yeah there wasn't a lot of basketball given nah. to us and yeah actually well did you ever think about going to a different school where basketball was appreciated so i did um i remember um having this conversation um with my mother and excuse me we were thinking about um saint james um college um shout out to saint james and you know their program um is a great program and we were thinking of going there but i was just so close to my friends at the time i didn't want to leave so I just wanted to stay where I was at and um, just wasn't really focused during high school, my grade 11 and 12 years of going over to college. That actually didn't come till after high school. True, true. Yeah. So I, you know, grade 12, end of grade 12, that's when it started clicking. Like, you know, should I pursue this harder, like more or should I just like do carpentry? That was my thing I was going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, be a trader. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I remember uh, sitting down and writing this in a, in a book and the pros and cons and everything. I weighed everything up and I finally made a decision. And I was like, I want to pursue going to college and, and taking my basketball career further than what it like really starting it, you know. And that's after high school. That's when I uh, everything kicked off. Um, but it was a lot of time and, and, and work put into it. Like it didn't just it wasn't handed to me. I had to reach out to certain people. I had to connect with certain people around Brisbane um, because of, like I said, coming from a school where it wasn't really noticed, um, basketball wasn't really on the map for Northside. I had to like go to people that knew people and connect with them and then try to get connects and then also reaching out online. It was just so much hard work compared to people coming out of schools of like BBC, Churchy, where they had that pathway to go uh, overseas, you know, yeah, people yeah. looking at them uh, already. So my journey to going to college wasn't an easy journey. It was, a, yeah, it was it, tough. It was, it was tough. It was a lot of work, not just with myself, but with the people around me, with my family and friends, with, um, you know, your family helping me, helping me out. Um, everyone put together as a collective made it happen. It wasn't just like a scout coming and being like, yeah, we're going to offer you to, uh, we want a, a scholarship to Duke or, or something. It wasn't like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, we had to reach out to multiple people and and promote and and put on fundraisers and all these different things. Those were fun times. Yeah. We put in on a few fundraisers yeah. and stuff, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We, <laughs> we got up, yeah, we got up to a lot of mischief, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did. No, yeah, those those were some fun times. Actually, just trying to get you over there, and when you started, kind of like, oh, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity, and it started to become really real. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember it was yeah, that was exciting, and um, yeah. Yeah, and then there was the day came that you were yeah. it's time to head off to America. And and it came so quickly like like you said it it was so surreal. Um I remember we did all this work um and that's literally a big shout out to you know your family, your mother really put the work in and and your yeah. dad really helped me out with that. And like I could never, you know, thank them enough for that, but they really we really like everyone just put their heads in um you know with my family it was a community yeah it was yeah but i mean you know even i'm just gonna be honest like even if we didn't have them you know backing us up i don't even think like my family and me we would have been able to do it ourselves you know what i mean like they kind of had more of like my mom's a very structured person yeah, so she's like yeah. she's very like like this is the process like this is what we need to do we're yeah. like I mean, I'm probably more like your family. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> where it's just like, we're yeah. just like, oh, like it'll happen. Like, it's, yeah, but, but nothing's ever gonna happen unless you put the work and time in. Yeah, um, but yeah, so you know, we 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 ended up yeah coming together, and it, it was just it just happened. And then I remember, you know, that was that one fundraiser we had before I was leaving. Yeah, and I remember thinking to myself like, man, like I'm really leaving. Like this is actually happening. Like my just from that little book that I wrote down what I wanted to do and it's finally coming into play. Like, yeah, yeah. and it was like, all these blessings were coming and I was like, you know, I got to really just, it's, this isn't the, the beginning. Like I'm not content with what's going to happen, but, yeah. um, you know, finally something's kicking in. Like, yeah. You know? So let's talk about like those two years out of school, just yep. before you go to college, like the, the, your game, like really just like, just went to another level. It was like every single week I was like, man, Jesse's better again. Like, yeah. Jesse's better again. And, and um what was um what did your what did your days look like what did your weeks look like in terms of getting better like what was what was the effort to get yourself ready to go over there yeah so um a lot of work was put in um on the court and off the court but also i had to put in the work with um on a side note i had to put in the work with uh actual work like job yeah, yeah so yeah. i was actually working um at mcdonald's to save money um so i had work and my free time it was just all about getting my body right getting my mind right um you know make sure i'm doing the right things and i remember um at mcdonald's when i was working I used to work the graveyard shifts. So I'd have to yeah. work around all of that. Like I would get home at like maybe two o'clock in the morning and I'd be so tired, but I would have to push myself because I'm like, man, I have bigger things to achieve. You know, I can just, I, I just need to push through this and, and, and work my buddy and just stick to it. You know, just don't fold, you know, I just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like, my schedule was work and just working out um eating right um like i said jump programs um i was running i was running i was running i don't i knew my skills were good but i had to keep getting better and better and better and better on it like it's i wasn't even i wasn't even prepared of what i was gonna um deal with when i was going over it. Like, i didn't even know what i was gonna expect yeah, yeah so i had to like it was like it's like in a sense it was like getting ready for war because it's a different ball game over there you know what i mean 
So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you you said you got to you had to get your body right. Yeah. You had to obviously get financially st- like ready to go over. Yeah. Well, and you also said you had to get your mind right. What yeah. do you mean by that? Um, yeah, I had to. My 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 mentality has definitely changed over the years. I had to really focus on my priorities and you know um, the people that are around me and the people that I don't really need to 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 worry about. Like I think that's one thing when you know you're younger, you kind of doesn't matter if you're introverted, extroverted, doesn't matter who you are. You're kind of just so like within the moment and you're like, you know, I'm going to just talk to this person, that person, whatever. But then once like a couple years later, you look back and you're like, I didn't need to like spend as much time with doing this or that. So I guess back then it was just about like getting my mind right, um, focusing on what my goal was and not being distracted because, you know, I'm fresh out of high school. My body's starting to slim down, look a little bit better. <laughs> And, you know, I've, my, my facial hair is coming in, you know, everything's kind of coming in and there's so many distractions out there before I even left, you know, and I know a lot of people that, um, that was like when they were 20 or 19, 18, um, they were like being distracted by a bunch of things, Yeah, yeah. you know, going out, um, you know, drinking, smoking, um, having babies, all this stuff. Yeah. So I guess that's what I meant about like getting my mind right, right, staying away from distractions um, because, you know, I don't want to just ruin it before I head over. Yeah, you've always been very mature when it comes to prioritizing your basketball and yeah. it's not something that most of us can do. I certainly didn't. Like, the, it's it's a hard thing to do when you're young and for you to have done that at such a young age is, it's honestly really impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the day that you were leaving to go to America. Do you... That was like at the airport and stuff. That was a pretty, um, it was a pretty emotional. Yeah, day. It was emotional. I was about to say it was emotional. Yeah. I mean, I've never left by myself, you know? You, yeah. Being so family oriented and you're about oriented. to leave exactly. everyone. And you know, you being, you know, a part of the family, you already know how it is and how we are. Yeah. And so you, you can only imagine like, you know, my mother just having, you know, me and my oldest sister and her youngest going away for the first time yeah. and I've been so close with everyone it's 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 emotional and it was a big thing and I remember sometimes during that um that event when before I was leaving I was like man like this is really happening I don't know if I'm ready I don't want to leave my family but then again like in the back of my head that th- that same thing that clicked with the mentality of like I got I got something to do like all these people didn't do not uh, all this stuff for nothing you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it's all a collective and like they're all in it with me so I'm doing this this for them you know what I mean not yeah. just for myself it's for my family and my friends that have put this effort in so yeah 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 no that was I'm going to I'm just going to say something about that day so it was um it kind of came time where Jesse had to kind of go down the the escalators and yeah. it was time for him to leave and uh, some of the family was singing a song and there was a ukulele playing and yeah, yeah. everyone's hugging and crying. It was, yeah. it was pretty emotional. Yeah. Um, and then we, um, if you've ever gone to like wave someone off at the international airport, um, you're kind of like looking at the glass and like that you see them like pop out and like at that point, like no one else can get down there. Like you're down yeah. there and, and, uh, and it was all very emotional. But then I, uh, I realized that Jesse was wearing my favorite hat <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just bought this hat. It was, like, a Jordan hat. And yeah. And yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> The red one. And, like, we're all so sad. Like, Jesse's about to leave. Like, we're not going to see him for, like, a year or whatever it's about to be. And 
And then he's, yeah, wearing my red Jordan hat. And I was like, this guy. I was like, yeah, I don't even care that he's leaving. He can leave. Just give me my hat. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. um, I went home not emotional at all. I was just angry at him. But <laughs> I believe that. I definitely I've never that. seen that hat again. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's popped up. I remember a few Snapchats and yep. Instagram stories and Jesse's hanging out and some of his friends over there are just wearing my yep. hat. And yeah. I'm definitely that went around. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That was a good hat. Yeah. All right. So you um you touched down LAX? Yep. And uh what what's going through your head? What's going through your head in the plane ride? Okay, so um at this time, it's funny. I I can relate so much to music. Like music when I listen to certain songs it brings me back to a certain memory. So I remember um, Lecrae actually dropped this album. And um, I think it was, I don't know what the album was called, but it had a song called Welcome to America. I know the song, yeah. Yeah. And I remember listening to it as I'm approaching LA. And I'm looking out and it's, it's nighttime. something you would do. Yeah, it is. That's, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Jesse like lives his life through like a music yeah, video. Yeah. Like, he just <laughs> My life's a music video, man. Like, <laughs> but um, so yeah, it was nighttime and the lights were just like just shining. And the song's going through my head and it's saying like, welcome to America. And I'm, I'm literally so excited. Um, I, by the way, um, I forgot to mention, my sister actually came with me. So um it's just oh, me yeah i yeah, forgot about yeah, that yeah yeah outside to crystal and um so she came with me um over to la for the first trip and you know we're just we're getting ready to land and the song's in my head and i'm just literally in my head thinking like it's it's, it's go time like it's it this is it like yeah. there's no going back you know my sister's gonna stay for a couple of weeks and she's leaving so it's just me like you everything's like can't take for granted yeah and um remember when i touched down and I remember how everything was, just how busy it was compared to Brisbane, how what 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 the smell was like. Like I can literally still like feel and, and just remember that moment. Like it's an amazing moment. Yeah. Like, LA is wild. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I remember when we hopped out, like the thing that I'll never forget when I went to LA was like you leave the airport and you like hop on the like the highway or freeway or whatever yeah. it is. And it's like six to like 10 yeah, lanes yeah and, yeah there's a bunch and it's of all packed up and yeah. no matter what time of day yeah yeah man and so um the first thing that i i didn't know what to expect i didn't know who to see and um the only text i got before i left was from my coach saying your assistant coach is going to pick you up so i'm looking for this guy that i've never met and i see him he comes over and he's like jesse and i'm like yeah and um just then like i kind of felt like he was so like uh I'm just this island island boy from Brisbane, you know, and he just makes me feel so welcome. And okay, cool. yeah, and I from then on I was like, yeah, you know, this is this is it. Like yeah. and I remember just I it's just such I was so excited. I was so I wasn't I wasn't scared. I was I was just so excited for this for this journey that what was about to what's uh, about to happen, so yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So um how long until you had your first practice after landing? Yeah, so we I remember uh Got there, I met the coach. He took me through uh, the campus, and then um, I met one of my teammates. And then that afternoon, we had practice. Oh, just yeah, thrown straight just in. Thrown straight in. Um, sorry, this is the next day. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I'm right into practice. And man, I tell you, you know how I was saying, like I was preparing myself and my buddy. My buddy wasn't even prepared for what like was happening over there. 
Like they're and just, you were fit when you went over. Right. And when I, like exactly what you're saying. And so for you to say that and for me to say like I wasn't expecting how they are, it, they're just a different different level. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I just knew I had to work extra hard. Like, did, did you have like a like a welcome to America moment? Is that like a, like that was a, a practice lot. or in a game? Yeah. Oh, is, okay, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> like basketball wise, I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, there was a, there was one. I remember um, meeting one of my teammates, um, <laughs> Ian, Ian Fox. Oh, trophy kid. <laughs> yeah. Trophy kid. I remember uh, meeting him and he was so nice to me and he was like, you know, you should, you know, he's trying to make me feel comfortable. But I remember as soon as we stepped in the court, he was just ready to kill me. Like, and he was going at me and he didn't care. And that's when I knew, like, you know, you can't just, like, not trust, but, like, everyone, it's just a different mentality. Compared to here, people would be like, hey, you doing? And they'll be all friendly and whatever. But over there, it's like, dog eat dog. Like, you know, and that's, that was my welcome to America because he was like, yeah, how you doing? Like, yeah, we can hang out, whatever. But you're not taking my spot on the court. And he would go at me. You guys play the same me. position. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Point guard. And so he would just compete. And that's when I knew I was like, I need to step up and be better or else I'm just going to be like thorn in the back. Yeah. If Ian ever listens to this, yeah. I, um, <laughs> I'm not sorry for any time I've ever called you trophy kid. But the other thing I want to say is, can you please Snapchat me something other than can you please go like my recent Instagram picture? <laughs> yeah, right. Every time I get a Snapchat, I know it's, oh, Ian must have posted on Instagram and he wants me to go like it. And then doesn't like my post. So. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's a weird one right there, man. But Was um was Kai was Kai in the team that first year? Yeah, he was. So, um, Let's shout out Kai while sh- we're here. Too. That's to, my two yeah. favorite Americans. Capitalism, man. That's my guy right there. Um, so the funny thing was, I never was close with him. Um, oh, okay. So I remember, um, I don't know if you ever met my other teammate, um, Josh. He came out? Yeah, I met yeah. Josh when he came he out. He was my first guy that I ever met. Um, and nice guy. And so um, he kind of got me into everything. Like he kind of helped me with everything, with studying, with with um, how the culture is in LA. Yeah, okay. And then um, Kai never really... <laughs> As much as that's my brother, first of all, Kai's my brother, but he wasn't in the beginning. He was like <laughs> some random guy that I met, a little Hawaiian kid. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't until maybe the second year we got close. But yeah, okay. yeah. who's tougher to guard, Ian or Kai? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. Um, both great players. <laughs> I'm not even gonna answer that. <laughs> but they're both my boys, man. I'm just trying to bring some yeah, controversy yeah. here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, what's some of the biggest differences, like in terms of like you know growing up in Brisbane and then all of a sudden you're in LA? Yeah. Um, definitely. Okay. First, the the style. Um, not even like basketball wise. Just how people dress. Yeah, yeah. Just just people dress. It's not even the difference to how people talk. Because the funny thing is that I've noticed is like. <clears throat> I still get clowned for for people saying like I I sound American da, 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 da. and I wasn't gonna bring that yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's funny because in my head, um, I guess I've never thought that. I, I guess I've just always thought that I sound the same. But then when I hear myself, I'm like, okay, I do have some of the American twang. But in saying that, I'm this Australian kid, and I'm like just so out of my comfort zone i'm around these 
like black american guys yeah. like and they're trash talking they're you know i have no one else there for me yeah you know they would clown me all the time about how i speak and it wasn't like i was wanting to change the way just to fit in it's just because i was hanging around them so much i guess i picked up on certain ways they would say yeah, things yeah. and um i totally forgot what i was saying but yeah it's just oh sorry so yeah different culture um the way they speak and touching on that again sorry it's funny because a lot of the things that people say over there it's starting to get bored out here in australia like <laughs> the slangs and oh stuff. we're always like just behind america yeah. whatever comes out over there yeah so um yeah that, that, that was probably the two things off off uh the basketball court but um on the court man physicality athleticism shooting um everything it's just a different level man the mindset was the biggest thing like back here people's mindset is so uh yeah like friendly da 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 like like i said before over there it's like i don't care who you are like i'm going to kill you it's war yeah yeah over here it's like oh you're my friend you know laughing talking yeah like no nah, that's not how it is over there it's not really like that at our sunday runs no it's not <laughs> and that's good though because like you were t- touching on before everyone's competing and i yeah. think that's because me saying certain things you saying certain things so i know you like to talk a bunch <laughs> of smack but you saying certain things and then you know shouts out to uh, lilo man he's saying yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. you know so all these people shout and out he's, to liam shouts out to liam man <laughs> so all these people like i've been brought up with and we're on the same you know wave we're all competing but if i was to go out into some of my nbl one games on the weekend man i was talking so much smack to this this one guy no names mentioned but they can't handle it and it's yeah. just different and then when you go overseas everyone's talking it's, it's, it's a strategy man like that's what you do like that's what the, the greats did that's what michael jordan that's what you know kobe did they talk smack because it's to get in your head you yeah. know what i mean but here it's just so soft that's what it is yeah you're not even that big of a trash talker. I think you let your game do more talking. Yeah, yeah But sure. I think it's normally if someone goes at you, you're happy to oh, say yeah. something back. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely say, uh, yeah, I'll say my two cents. And that's something that you didn't always do. Mm. That's definitely something that you've uh, that picked, I picked up. up. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I, I really know you're proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely picked it up from actually Kai. I'm going to say that from Kai because, and it was a men- mentality change. Um, so my mentality changed from after high school and it definitely changed. It completely changed in america yeah like how i viewed things how i said things how i did things my work ethic just got better um he actually said this one thing to me um when i was there and he was like you can't guard me he's my boy it's my brother yeah but he used to say to me you can't guard me like no one can guard me and it wasn't about being cocky it was just being confidence in your ability yeah and that's what he instilled in me and so i remember coming back one time probably my second after my second year and i was playing i was like none of y'all can guard me like that's how it was but before when i left i never said that yeah and but that was the mentality that started and it just kept getting like growing growing because i kept getting more confident in my game and i kept putting the work in that's where confidence comes from though hey it's through the work yeah if you don't put the work in man then like i don't know i don't know how you can be so confident in your ability yeah let's let's uh dive in a little bit more into like helping these people out that want maybe want to go over to college or or even just want to improve their games over here um the college experience like i guess we've seen like a lot of people go over now and a lot of people come back better but we've seen people come back worse um in after that college experience and there's obviously a lot of distractions that happen in the in the college um, like the american colleges like uh, i remember you called me um 
not long after you were you were there and you were like everything you see in the movies like everything like we we think that that stuff's like exaggerated in these films like the parties and things like that yeah. it's like this is exactly what it's like over here yeah and um and you are you're like a testament for someone that's gone over there and and there are a lot of times where like you're on the phone you're like yeah like everyone's out partying but i'm just chilling here i'm just gonna have some dinner i'm gonna go to bed yeah and things like that so like i knew for a fact like you weren't really yeah getting too involved with that sort of stuff but yeah. was, was it uh like what what were was it hard to stay locked in yeah i think that's more um from my mother and like shout out shout out to my mother 100%. Shout out, yeah 100% she really grounded me you know she being uh, a single mother and and raising two kids you know she really taught me how to just mind my business and stay focused and that translated into before i even like this is during like growing up like high school before high school so like middle school and then high school and it just got kept getting like more and more and more where i was like i'm just gonna do me like i don't want to focus yeah. on other things because she drilled that into to my life so when i was in college <clears throat> so many people you know they get carried away with the, the the college life man and i i couldn't tell you how it is out in college out here in australia like in, in university out here in australia but the college life out there is wild like you know, there's so many distractions. Like for for males, there's there's females coming to you. You know, they especially if you're an athlete, yeah. they want to just they just want to like, oh, you're an athlete. You know, da, da, da. they jump on you. You know, then you have the alcohol, then you have the drugs, then you have there's where I was in L.A. There's we went to you know places like Compton and all these different places where there's so many gang affiliations around in LA you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so there's all these different things I, I remember you called me once because you were like 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 I used to, we said before like your life's like a music video yeah and sometimes like you just be dancing and stuff yeah. on your own you just yeah. like throw up some sort of gang yeah, sign yeah. and you would tell you like bro you can't do <laughs> yeah, that here. <laughs> yeah no nah, I definitely couldn't like it's different like you could do it out here in Australia but I mean because you just do it just as a joke yeah, just but as then a, yeah nah it's you don't take that for, like lightly out there because especially with my skin color people don't even know i'm australian like yeah, yeah. they'll just think oh he's black and he's throwing up a sign okay you know so you don't yeah, yeah. you don't ever do stuff like that like it's no joke out there yeah yeah so what what would be like three biggest things you would you would say to someone that's like okay when you go over there like this is what you should be doing yeah for sure i think the main thing is um don't expect like college isn't like you're not gonna get like tempted to do things like just know what you're going there for yeah like you don't want to go there and waste your time waste your family's time waste the people that invested the time in you like you don't want to do that you're you're going there and you're representing yourself and your family so you want to do the best you can be like college is four years <clears throat> and i know you've probably finished school and you're like, yeah, college is going to be great. But it's just four more years to be a student athlete. And and if you do well, you can make it to the next level. And then you can enjoy, you know. But while you're in college, just stay focused. You, you did really well with your grades too, didn't you? Yeah. Did yeah. you win an award for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I actually, I think it was for my first year. I got an award for being a student athlete, having a um, GPA over no, over 3.0 yeah 3.0 i think it was i can't even remember it's been so long but it was um 
yeah, me being a student athlete and just keeping on track of my my uh, schoolwork. Do you think that um, your discipline with your sport helps you with your studies and things like that, or, or do you use the studies as like a way to stay out of trouble? Or no, I think the discipline within sport um, and and what my mother um, like put in, put instilled in me yeah. um, went towards my studies, and it was um, yeah that really just pushed me to to stay focused. Yeah. Yeah, sweet, sweet. Um, yeah, your mom, your mom's one of those people I feel like needs to have a little bit more of a shout out because, yeah, no. well, if you did the wrong thing over there, like if you came back, she would have beat you. But yeah, no, yeah, of um, course. No matter how old I was, man, but, she still would have beat me. But Jesse's mom, she's kind of, I mean, she's still kind of like our coach, to be yeah. honest. But she was our coach in grade ten, and she took us through high school and and everything. And um, still to this day, she. Um, when she talks, like she's the sort of person that everyone listens to, mm. and and uh, she might not be coaching you as like the actual head coach, but it's fun sitting next to her at the games, and she's just like Jesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't matter what game I'm playing. Doesn't matter what level I'm playing. Like she'll be there in the front watching it, like courtside, and she'll just still be my coach. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, like when it's with, when it's with basketball, it's coaching, yeah. and even if I'm still getting coached. Uh, on a on a social league and she's coaching um i'll still call a coach that's just yeah, respect yeah. i have for her like i'll never call them like my mother i'll never um say about her name it's just coach yeah you know yeah yeah the the she's uh her coaching is uh is one of just like she just has full belief in whoever she's coaching at the time mm. and um She's not like big on the X's and O's and things like that, but she believes in basketball kind of def- being more like basketball can teach life lessons. Yeah. And that's what she's always been about. And yeah. she wants to see like, she knows that the people she coaches can kind of play the game, Yeah, but she just wants to see people elevated. And exactly. I know for myself, I've always played my best basketball underneath you, underneath mom. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. That's that. And that's the thing. Like, I love the respect. Like if it's if it's coaching, you know, you call her coach. But it, outside of coaching, you call her mom. Like that's just like how close we are, yeah, and how yeah. how she is of being like that mother figure, um, and that coaching figure. You know what it is? Yeah. Um, like with other people as well. You know, so we've been lucky with our moms. Yeah, of course. I think both of us yeah, have two yeah. of the toughest, toughest, toughest women. Yeah, of course. Um, but they got big hearts. Yeah. Um. So what, like. You, you talked about like the mentality in in the game over there in America. Do you think the style of basketball is different? Completely. I think I will agree. Um, out here, since playing in certain leagues, it is it is rough. It is, but the athleticism and yeah. the agility and everything of that is just on a different level out there. Yeah. Like, it's just and that and, and it's not like just because it's you know. Um, you know good uh genetics it's because their mindset is locked in at a younger age so they're already in the gym yeah getting yeah. better they're already putting up shots they're already putting up like 200 shots yeah they're already lifting light weights this is already beginning when i was probably a little chubby like yeah, yeah. kid in high school and i was just chilling but they were just their their mindset that's what their mindset is because they're you know a lot of these dudes they come from probably not the best places. Yeah. So that's like their outlet to make it out 
And it's like, like I said, that's their mindset. They're either going to make it or they're just going to go back to, to working at Walmart or not doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So their, their mindset is completely different. At least I hear we, we live in more of a, a fortunate country yeah. where we have the support and everything um, financially. But back there, it's like, no, like if you have it, you have to take it. And going there, I didn't realize. And then that's when it kind of developed like, okay, I need to take it or something. I'm just going to. What did what did you use to, like, like as like that inner like I've got to take it because you can't just it can't just be like a it's gonna be something from within right where it's like I'll tell you this what are you like what are you doing it for like what are you playing for yeah yeah um firstly I'm playing for my family yeah I've always played for my family and my oh like I'm playing it for three things first and foremost like um I give thanks to God. You know, because he gave me, he gave me the ability mm-hmm. to to play this game. Yeah, and I give thanks to my family, and I give thanks um, to my family and friends, and I and and then I do it for myself. Yeah, because my family has always just been there um, since day one, and they've we've we've gone through so much. My immediate family, my mother, and my sister, gone through so much. Yeah, and I just want to make it somewhere where they don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's that's been my ultimate goal since coming out of since actually in middle school when i was younger that was just i want to play but i want to just i want to do it for them and then after high school i was like i want to get paid and take care of them and now that's still what it is yeah and my journey's still continuing and it's still a very big like i can still achieve it you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but it's only because that thing is pushing me in the back of my head i want to take care of my family um, and the people that have been there for me since day one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I thought that was what the answer was going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, when you're around you, you know. And, and when people start watching your games and stuff, they'll see how much of your family's yeah. at the game. Yeah, so man. people are going to people are gonna see that. Yeah. Um, so for these kids that are wanting to go to college and, and whatever else, so would you say that, like, the most important things is, like, the weight room is important? Yeah. Learning how to do that sort of stuff properly get yourself right so the thing is like you you don't have to start lifting heavy but you need to start knowing like i guess the fundamentals of getting stronger and doing your push-ups and your sit-ups and stuff like that because it's no joke when you go over there or go to the next level that you're going to be playing against grown men that are probably like your age and their buddies are built like crazy you know what i mean it's funny though because when you came back uh, the first time, I mean, we, we had a workout together and I was probably pretty strong at yeah. that time. Like I, yeah. was, I was lifting a lot and um, you took me through a workout Yeah. and th- we were like, the weights we were doing were super light, yeah. but everything we were doing was like activating the core. Yeah. So we were like on like the gym balls, yeah. doing dumbbell press on the gym balls, like yeah. our shoulders are on the gym balls and we're yeah. holding ourselves up with our legs. Yeah. If anyone can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it was, everything was like activating your core yeah. and then doing other things and like, yeah. I remember that was one of the toughest workouts I've ever done. I was yeah. like, man. And I can imagine that doing that every day. So that core strength is yeah. obviously. Core strength, yeah, is the biggest thing. When you look at NBA players, <clears throat> you look at LeBron, you look at Giannis, you look at Steph, you look at all these players. These players, besides probably LeBron, because he's just a freaking nature, but these players are not big players. They're lean. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have strong cores. They have strong shoulders. You know what I mean? It's not about having the biggest muscles as a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. It's about um 
just being strong within your core and so you can absorb contact so you can be physical so you can last a full game without being tired you know it's funny because when i play against you know in social games or games here in the nbl one and you have some of these big guys with big muscles and whatever and they might be able to push me around or whatever but they won't last the whole game because they're not physically yeah, yeah. built like me you know what i mean yeah. and so a lot of nba players they're like they're obviously way ahead of like they're just freaks but their their structure it's not they're lean it's because they focus on their core and other things they're not trying to just be like well size doesn't equal strength exactly so yeah um and i mean everything you're saying right now like you put into practice because like you're at a level right now where you're quite a strong guard Mm. like you're you're able to be very physical um but you're fitness levels and your ability to not be tired mm. is very impressive like i went i went and watched your game on the weekend uh the first one i went and watched and you played every single minute of the game i yeah, think yeah and uh you you have this ability of it, it kind of reminds me of uh the year kobe won um his his mvp yeah. and the oh no sorry the year after that when lakers won the championship yeah the year after that he went to this mentality where he was like he wasn't shooting the ball too much early in the game. He's mm. just getting, he's like letting the game come to him. If mm. a shot comes, it comes, but he didn't go looking for it mm. and he's getting his teammates involved and stuff. And then you were down probably like 12 yeah. near the end of the third quarter. And yeah. then you could try and kind of just see you flick the switch. You're like, okay, I've played yeah. every single minute of this game. Yeah. I've been good defensively. Yeah. I've gotten my teammates involved Yeah, and you still had the energy to then go out and you ended up scoring how many yeah like 25 or something yeah, in the end yeah. but i think most of those 25 came in the last like yeah no. quarter basically <laughs> yeah yeah um and that was just you being able to like yeah keep your teammates involved and then some of your teammates came up with really big plays at the end of that game because yeah, you obviously sure. trusted them that whole game yeah but you were able to like pick and choose your moments because you just don't get tired yeah so it doesn't matter what part of the game it's in when you need to pick your moment you kind of have the energy levels to be able to do it which yeah. is super yeah. impressive i think um being an athlete or being a basketball sorry a hooper um (laughs) you have to kind of uh not gas out so much um you don't want to put everything in in the first for uh first second and third uh, quarters of the game you want to be able to sustain and and wait until the important parts of the game when they mean when they matter you know what i mean so fourth quarter uh you want to be able to like really like luck in kind of like activating a switch and you're like all right it's go time like i have this energy but if you're gassing out in the first you know couple of quarters you know you don't have that energy to come up with big plays yeah and that's what i've really tried to work on with my buddy now because I don't want to be like, I want to be able to sustain, sustain through the, throughout the whole game without getting tired and then still be able to be like, okay, I have like so much more left in the gas tank. I can just turn it on whenever I want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so, so obviously, so that physical side, so getting stronger, not necessarily bigger, being able to be fit yeah. and, and uh, being able to play a lot of minutes and be able to, uh, I guess, perform skills yeah. for an entire basketball game is super important. Um if a kid's wondering, okay, what should I be working on? What well, what would you suggest? Like, um, are we talking about skill wise? Skill wise, skill wise, <clears throat> yeah. Keep it, keep keep to the fundamentals. Like, you need to. I can't exaggerate how much. Like, it's hard. 
basketball, you would even know this. Basketball as a sport, it's hard to be able to, like, coordination, to be able to dribble and to look up. There's so to, many levels to basketball. Exactly. Man. Much more than most sports. Exactly. Like, I obviously enjoy footy yeah. um, as well. And, like, footy, like, I can pass left, pass right. I can kind of take time off footy and I can kind of come back and it's not too hard to get back to where I was. Yeah. If I take time off basketball, it's just like, oh, my goodness, yeah. there's – 50 things that I need to get good at again. <laughs> exactly. No, for sure. So I think you need to work on the basics. You need to, my trainer, um, you know, shouts out to, to levels. Um, in the, in the, in the beginning of the, uh, the workout, he's always getting me to do ball handling, simple ball handling. And I still mess up with it. Yeah. And you know, I, I guarantee you NBA players still mess up with certain things. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? So you have to just get better and better. So it's just the simple things of ball handling as a, me as a point guard, ball handling, but me at, that, that can shoot the ball. It's the fundamentals of keeping your wrist in. Um, when you flick, sorry, when you flick the wrist by keeping your elbow in all these little things, um, equals to when you put it in the game. So it's just like muscle memory, I guess you would say, um, yeah. where it's just natural. Yeah. Um, so definitely just work on the little things because the little things go a long way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but in saying that also, I've been saying this to a lot of people recently. It's as you get older, you start to know that your IQ becomes a big part of the game. Yeah. And you need to know, um, you need to make the game easy for yourself. So as much as you could be the quickest um, player on the court, you could have the best handles. That doesn't mean anything. I, I bet you if a dude had the best IQ of the game and he didn't have half the stuff, he would still be able to outsmart you because he knows where everything's at. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just about knowing and understanding and reading certain plays, whether you're studying, whether you're watching game film, doing little things like that to improve your game, but also putting the work in on the court where you're, you're dribbling, where you're doing your passing, where you're doing your skill work. All that comes into play. So when you play your game, you know, it just comes easy for you. Yeah, yeah. So. I would actually like, this is me coming from a coaching background. Any kids that are wanting to get over into America or, or you're trying to get to another level, whether it be like you're trying to play NBL one and then move on to NBL, like whatever, whatever path you're trying to take, um, the game, watching yourself play of course. is so big. Like the amount of, I mean, coaches should be doing it as well. And like, cause over in America, that's pretty normal. It's yeah. pretty like very normal. footage is just normal. Yeah. And over here in Australia, it's not that normal. No, it's not. Like, I, I know of some rep teams that don't even do it. Um, Obviously, I had a really great parent who filmed a lot of our games when mm -hmm. I was coaching last year. And being able to sit down, like I was never able to get all the kids down, but the kids I was able to get down, like for them to be able to sit there and go, oh my goodness, like mm. this is the mistake I'm making. like, mm. And for them to be able to work on that and watching game tape, like you don't even understand how helpful it is until you watch yourself one time and yeah. then you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, man. When you're in the game, it's completely different until you watch yourself because yeah. I think I might be playing great. And then when I looked at the, I was actually watching game film today from the weekend before I left. Um, and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, man, I can play better defense in this. I can make that pass. I can, I should have shot the ball here. Just little things you see that you don't even realize in the game. Yeah. And then if you're studying this and you're getting better, the next time you play, or you go to practice, it just comes like you'll see these things open up now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's an athlete. Every top top athlete you've ever heard, they all just talk about game film, game film, game film. Mm. Um, so yeah, that that's that's obviously a massive thing. Mm. Um, oh, I think that 
I think that's there's been a whole lot of value in there for people that are obviously trying to get over to what yeah. you, what you accomplished and yeah. I guess the the biggest takeaways from that is is have a reason for why you're going over like yeah. don't don't get distracted and then up until that point just I guess work your ass off hey? yeah <laughs> you have to you can't go over for no purpose like if you're just gonna go over because it's just what everyone else is doing that's just a waste of time man yeah you have to go over there because you want to be better with as a person first and foremost and you want to grow but as a hooper or whatever sport you're playing that's like the next level man like i'm not i mean if you look at how the world is and how american basketball is and the nba and the athletes that they have and then how we are over here in australia yeah they're elite athletes even the europeans are elite athletes yeah yeah and then we kind of fall into the third you know tier i mean it's getting better nowadays but we kind of fall into the third tier and that's because just like the mindset how they are and i think if you go over there you'll learn so much more yeah, yeah. so when you come back it's like oh this is so much different to what i expected like how it was yeah, yeah. i do think that to promote australian sport we have this level of toughness yeah that like it's it's a weird thing like, yeah because they're, they're t- it's not like they're not tough over there but we had to, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the footy background. Yeah. Like every basketball a, yeah. player like has v- v- versed someone that plays AFL or rugby yeah. or something yeah. like that. Like, I mean, we used to pick like, like our, our senior year when we, yeah. when we were in grade 12, we, we didn't pick a guy that played rep basketball and we <laughs> picked a rugby player yeah. over him because we just needed someone to bring yeah, a bit phys- of physicality, physicality and yeah. things like that. So um, we are tough, but I think when we are able to, I think start taking the sport of basketball more seriously seriously, from a junior level and just being like oh no like kids like we need to watch game tape so we can see how we're going to get better oh we need to start doing push-ups we need to start from a young age and we then we need to start adding some weights in and some jump training in yeah and things like that so the earlier you get onto these things obviously the better your your body's going to respond when you when when you you get over there there. exactly uh and better your mind's going to respond as well yeah yeah it's that's the biggest thing um you know, skill work, um, mentality, and, you know, what you put in your, your body as well. And, and, and the, the amount of uh, um, care you put in outside of the game, um, outside of the court, whether it's the amount of sleep you're getting, whether it's the amount of food you get, uh, you eat and, and what you're eating, you know, everything yeah, counts. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so this season, you've obviously played a little bit of NBL 1 now. Yeah. For a while, you were at Ipswich. But yeah. Uh, you've moved over to the north side Wizards, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. So now I'm hoping to get to a few more of your games. I don't of have course. to drive. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to drive an hour. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, but, um, but yeah, so you're excited for this season. The team looked good on the weekend. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited, man. Like, you know, this this weekend it was uh, preseason, obviously, and we were just figuring out a lot of things. But the people that we have, we have a, a young core. And I'm it's still, a really young yeah, team. I was actually thinking this. I, yeah. I was just, I'll butt in there. Yeah. As I was driving over, I was like, Jesse's really a veteran on this team, and he's 25. Exactly. And like, exactly. He like he's not old at all. Um, but and I'm then, technically a veteran. Yeah. And then I guess your oldest player would be Zach Hook. Yeah. Is he your oldest? Yeah. And yeah. He's only like what 27, 28. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then you're versing teams with the guys that are like. Oh, they're in their 30s, man. Like yeah. mid 30s, and that's the thing. Like we have such a young core. You know, there's so much room for development, you know. And, yeah. And like you've got a lot of talented guys. I like a lot of the guys on your team. Yeah. Um and obviously I know a few of them, but um yeah, they're gonna get a lot better this season because yeah. they're gonna have to mature really quickly. And exactly you obviously got hurt on the back of your, yeah, your back neck of my and head. Yeah, you, yeah. you had to sit off for a little bit 
in one of the games and it was like oh jesse's not on the court like yeah and they had to kind of figure it out and yeah for the first two minutes like it, it was a bit of <laughs> it was a bit of a shit show but <laughs> but they uh they figured it out and, yeah. and obviously you guys were in a position where you you could have potentially won the game that last yeah. game and um yeah no it, it's, it's gonna be an exciting nah, season i'm definitely excited man like yeah the, the young group of guys we have talented group of guys we have it's gonna be fun especially you know even before mitch mccarran comes in like I think we're gonna be a great team, yeah. And I then think just so him and adding that, you know, that's a backcourt, right? Exactly. There. That's and some it, defense. Exactly. That's some, yeah, for sure. And so I'm. That's why I'm so excited because you know we had a couple of players that were injured and wasn't playing, and they already add so much like versatility to the game of yeah, our team. Yeah. And then I'm thinking like, man, like we don't have Mitch yet. Like this is scary. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a bit fun watching you and Cam. Yeah. But yeah, no, big Cammy. It's kind of fun seeing you guys connect a couple of times. Had mm. that nice little lob. Yeah. Saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. What was the music at, man? <laughs> <laughs> next one. Next one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um, let's do – well, if people want to watch you play, you're obviously playing Northside Wizards, NBL yeah. 1. Yeah, first game. Come watch the show. It's yeah, yeah. Um, first game is 15th of May against Brisbane. It's a rivalry game. So um, yeah, if you want to come game. down, yeah, come is watch. Is that – That'll Wizards? be at um, at Brisbane at Capitals. Brisbane. Yeah, that'll be at Auckland Flower. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I've got a, I got a quick fire, some quick fire questions for you. So just whatever comes to your head. Uh, what was the first pair of basketball shoes you ever had? Do you um, remember? Yeah, they were Nikes, and it's funny because I don't wear Nikes now. I wear Adidas. Oh, Adidas. Sorry, I wear James Harden's. But they were Nikes. I don't know what Nikes they were, but they were Nikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read. Uh, I just read the Nike Phil Phil Knight's mm. uh, memoir. Yeah, the guy that started Nike and. I like, I'm in this big Nike thing right now where I'm like, everything I want to wear, I just want to be Nike because I read the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm connected yeah. to it. So that, for some reason, that made me angry listening to you say that. I'll give you some ideas. Don't, dis- don't disrespect my guy, Phil. Um, what's your dream sponsorship? And don't act like it's not Ralph. <laughs> it's definitely Ralph. Jesse, definitely, definitely. when you watch him play, he's always wearing Ralph Ralph sucks, socks. man. Of course. Shout out to Ralph. Nah, um... Look, Adidas? The, the three brands that I like is um, Adidas, Puma, and um, Ralph. And so any one of those, I would, you know. Someone hop onto this early. Yeah. <laughs> Please, man. <laughs> nah. uh, do you have any pregame rituals? Yeah, I have to listen to music, man. I have to get my mind focused. And usually I'll say a quick prayer. And um, I have to, you know, kiss my mother on the forehead and be around my family before I, before I play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I'm locked in. Yeah, sweet. Uh, what are you adding to your game next? What's the what's the next thing you're gonna add? Um, that's a secret. I can't tell you that, man. I, <laughs> but nah, um, there's a lot of things I want to add. Um, I've been watching. I I like to study a lot of players with good footwork. Yeah. And um, you know, I've been watching a lot of uh, D- C.J. McCollum, Demar Derozan, a lot of um, just isolation stuff where it's mid post. A lot of um, Kobe Bryant as well, where I'm just catching it like post-up game that's really what i'm working on yeah 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 you uh you had this little guard on you this weekend yeah and i was like why is jesse (laughs) not taking this guy into the post right now (laughs) yeah you did one time but then they just didn't give it to me again no (laughs) um just on that footwork thing yeah that's something that's not big over here no and that's probably what i should have touched on as well you need to work on footwork footwork is the biggest thing and that's what's really changing the game um it's massive yeah like drew Hanlon came out here a couple of years ago and his whole thing like i did a workout with him 
and it was like an hour and a half. And it was one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. Yeah. And we did a push dribble and a crossover. Yeah. And the rest of it was all footwork. And I was like so behind. Yeah. Um, yeah, Australia's so behind yeah. on footwork, man. Definitely. Uh, top three rappers of all time. Kendrick, Cole, and I'm have to say Nip. Nipsey Hustle, man. Nice. RP Nip. TMC. Marathon <laughs> <laughs> continues. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for your time today, Jesse. That was fun. Yeah, no, that I appreciate it. Thanks up. for having me. Um, it's always love. Good luck for this season. Yep. Hey, everyone sure, get out yeah. there. It's Come a show. Games, Come man. watch. Yep. Thank you. All right, sweet.